Hello and welcome to the Project Finance Weekly Podcast, your number one source for energy, infrastructure and project finance news, data and analysis. I'm your host, Nicholas Davis, reporting to you from London. Today is the 23rd of August. We're going to start in Asia, where we have news that Google and Facebook plan a subsea fiber project in East Asia. Google and Facebook have announced plans to develop a subsea fiber network in which Japan, Taiwan, Guam, the Philippines, Indonesia, and Singapore will be connected. Referred to as Project Apricot, the network will include around 7,456 miles of cable and will have a speed of 190 terabytes per second. The project is designed to improve the strength of digital services offered by both companies. Next up, we move to Europe, where we've reported on the UK launching the Hydrogen Economic Plan. The UK government has issued its delayed hydrogen economic strategy, which includes 105 million of state funded aims to generate around 4 billion of investment in the low carbon hydrogen sector by 2030. The plan is in line with the government's goal of reaching five gigawatts of low carbon hydrogen production by 2030 and will, according to the government, help to decarbonize sectors such as chemicals, oil refineries, power and heavy transport. We now move across to the Middle East where we are happy to report that Aquapower has reached financial close on the 1,500 megawatt Sudir solar PV project in Saudi. This is the first project under the Public Investment Fund's Renewable Energy Program, which is expected to to deliver 70% of Saudi's renewable, renewable energy under the National Renewable Energy Program. The project, the largest solar scheme to date in Saudi, is underpinned by a 25-year power purchase agreement with Saudi Power Procurement Company, with a tariff being among the lowest solar PV projects globally, according to Aqua. Financing for the project comprises a 28-year soft mini-perm, complemented by a conventional and Islamic debt tranches. The mandate leader ranger group includes Mizuho, Rehad Bank, Career Development Bank, Algier and Standard Chartered. The deal also features a set of equity bridge facilities provided by Bank Al Bilad, uh, Saudi British Bank and SMBC. The EPC agreement was signed by Larson and Turbo in April 2021. The first phase of this project is expected to begin production or producing electricity during the second half of 2022. Next up, we move across to the Americas, where the US US Treasury Department issued new financing guidance to multilateral development banks, saying the United States would oppose their involvement in fossil fuel projects, except for some downstream natural gas facilities in poor countries. The new guidance from Treasury 
the largest shareholder in major development banks, including the World Bank Group and the African Development Bank, prioritises finances for renewable energy options and to only consider fossil fuels if less carbon intense options are unforeseeable. The Treasury said that its guidance would strongly oppose coal energy projects across the entire coal value chain from mining, transport and power generation. But the guidance offered to the endorsement of the Asia Development Bank's work to organise and develop uh, to acquire coal-fired plants and shut them down early. In this effort, uh, this includes the British insurer Prudential, lenders City and HSBC and BlackRock Real Assets with ambitions for an initial phase and purchase in 2022. Next up, we move across and look at the Public Service Enterprise Group that has entered into an agreement to sell 6,750 megawatt fossil generating portfolio to subsidies of Ardwaik Energy Partners Fund 7 for an aggregated consideration of $1.2 million. PSEG Fossil comprises 13 generation units in New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland and New York. The divestment follows last year's strategic review of PSEG's non-nuclear generating assets and, to, and the transition is expected and its transaction sorry is expected to close in late 2021 early 2022. Next up um, just to let you know of some people moves. August has been fairly active um, in the people moves uh, scenario, particularly the law firms, where we have McDermott, Will and Emery have added three partners to its transactions practice, Kevin Brophy in Houston and Jim Solorino and Robert Da Silva Ashley in New York. Next up, we have Squire Patton Boggs, who have appointed Yashaki Yilma as principal in its public and infrastructure finance practice. He joins from Hunt and uh, Andrews Kurth and concentrates on public finance transactions. Next, we can report on Latham and Watkins, who have added Sidruf Bashin, James Clayton Payne, and Don Stokes to its energy and infrastructure group in Singapore. And Finally, on the uh, people moves, um, we do have some news that Credit Suisse most senior energy and power bankers, uh, Jonathan Kaufman and Tom Greenberg, uh, have left along with a number of their colleagues, included ten, Ted Michaels, Craig Edgar uh, and Michael Proskin. Um, they've all left the bank. Um, they are planning on taking up new positions at a rival firm in the fall and are currently on garden leave. And that's everything for this week's news. We hope you have enjoyed uh, sort of hearing some of the main headlines across the Proximo news and data product. And do stay tuned for some upcoming announcements across our events in Q4 as well as some key features and updates that we will be announcing in the next couple of weeks.